Hi guys, I'm Vicky. I'm Lynn. And I'm Bree. And we are telling on ourselves. ourselves. Yay. We're not, we're uh we're stuck in our houses. We can't hug each other. We can't snuggle with Frodo together. We can't because you know, we just all snuggle Frodo. That's why he hides from us. That's Frodo. the only reason we go to Vicky's, really. <laughs> that is the that is the main motive for going to Vicky's is to snuggle Fro. Cuddle puddle with the fro man. Fro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so today is a very special edition, ladies. Um, we don't necessarily have a topic because there's a world topic. Mm-hmm. Staying sober. Yeah. Through during pandemic 2020. Pandemic 2020. My sister sent me this really funny thing last week and it said, imagine in 15 or 20 years when you're telling your kids or uh, whomever, hey, back in 2020, there was this thing and they started explaining all the things that have happened in the last six months, not just the pandemic ending with this, but all the crazy things that have happened in our world in the last six months. And it really is mind boggling, you know, and when it's, when it, when it's happening in real time, we're like, okay, so we take this step and, and we, you know, we jump this hurdle and we're like, okay. Okay, now we have to deal with this. But in hindsight, this is going to be crazy. Well, here's what I have to say. What I've been d- discovering in this since Friday the 13th, because um, <laughs> that's the day it all started Apropos. for me. Um, I am discovering that we in this program of our 12-step program, we have a leg up. I think on everybody because we're already practiced in living one day at a time. Now it's not easy, but we have this, like I always talk about why you call your sponsor and five alcoholics in the beginning of your recovery is so you build that muscle memory. So when it sucks, you have that, like that skill of picking up the phone. So now we've developed new skills and even old timers are getting in on the game. Yeah. So because what do you mean old timers are getting in on the game? Well, the Zoom the game. The Zoom game. What's that? <laughs> zoom, Zoom. Tell us, Vicky. Tell us. Well, okay. So I'll tell the story. Okay. I'll tell the story. I'm settling in. Um, I want to hear the story. So it started out on Friday the 13th when, you know, um, I got my go bag together because, you know, I'm a big Walking Dead fan and I panic because I think that like, we're not going to have hot water. We're going to have to like live off the land. You know, I mean, I, I, I went from, we need to be in our houses to we're going to be stars of the walking dead in 30 minutes, you know? So, um, so I said, okay, well I have this online business and I do the zoom thing and we did this one class and there were like 90 people in the class and we were all on zoom and it totally worked. And people could talk and we could do an AA meeting with my girls, like my tribe of 30 people or less. You know, at first I was like, well, only my girls from my Thursday night meeting. And then I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll invite all the Sunday morning people. Right. And I was like, okay, I think I'll be generous enough to do that because it's my own personal business account. And then W decided to invite a boy and I was mad on the inside. I didn't say anything, but I was mad for like an hour. I was like, why did she invite a boy? I don't want boys in here. So um, this is mine, you know, like, of course, this alcoholic 
thinking. And then I was like, so then after I got over the boy and saw a lot of boys were joining, um, I was like, well, maybe it's cool. Everybody needs help. Maybe we should just keep it open and just see what happens. Like our district 13, or I don't know, even know what district we are, you know, our district, that's cool. We can have our people. And so then I just like, um, I, I friended all my friends that I know that work a 12 step program. And, um, Next thing you know, we had like a hundred people and I'm like, holy crap, hundred people. How are we going to all be in the rooms? I only have space for a hundred people. And then, um, next thing I know, it was like 350. And then next thing I know, by the end of the day, it was at a thousand people and I was freaking out. I'm like, how are we going to do this? And what are we going to do? So uh, wait, let me backtrack. So what I did was I invited everybody on Facebook to it's and I, I named it Zoom online meetings blah 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 right which and I had like AA in the title and I think that's why we got so many people like I think I randomly just hit the hit the hit the um, naming jackpot because it had all those like Zoom people would be looking for Zoom and AA I didn't know I was just putting it so all my friends would know hey this is where we get to our AA meetings so then. By like the second day, we had 5,000 people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many days has it been? Eight or nine, maybe 10. We have 16,000, over 16,000 people in the group worldwide. In six days, we had 10,000. It's insane. Yeah, all over the world. It's so cool. And it was funny because it's so cool. when I started inviting, it's like, oh, I have friends in Massachusetts. I have friends in Alaska. I have friends in Texas. I have friends in Tennessee. And that, I mean, that's how it happened. And, and when I would send the invite, I would send them a message and go, hey, invite whoever you want. This is really cool. And the other thing, Vicki, is I really think you were like the first one, if not the very first, one of the very first. Because it, really? yeah, it took four or five days before I started seeing a bunch of other ones pop up. Well, because our state shut down before a lot of other states did. Right. Our right. our governor was like, okay, shelter in place yesterday. Mm-hmm. And everyone else was trying, you know, everyone else's governors were trying to like hold out and still, you know. Have meetings and all, yeah, all the yeah. things. So I definitely think that's what. It's a perfect storm. Yeah. yeah. That's what got you first was the fact that we were told, what was it like even the Thursday before that, that. Friday, we got the message that where we normally have meetings was good. Like the mm-hmm. hospital we normally, that our normal meetings are at is, is closed. Right. For meetings for the next foreseeable 30 days or, you know, TBD. Yeah, it was till like it was the till end, end of, of March or something. Oh, it was? Or I think it was, it was in April. I don't know. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So they shut down things really fast so, and we were like, oh, oh, what are we going to do? Yeah. What are we going to do? <laughs> so now we're in our new reality of um, sheltering in place. But it's like a limbo thing, especially for me, it's a limbo thing because I still have to go to work. I work for a township. So we're considered considered essential services. So I go out, you know, every day, Monday through Thursday to like ghost town, kind of a semblance of what I normally do, kind of, but not. It's been, it's been so weird and disjointed. It's like, I wish I was all or nothing like you are, Vicky, you know? It's been hard. Yeah, I've been I've been really good about staying home, but I've also not really had a choice because this has become a full time <laughs> gig. And thank God we've scaled enough to get some people to help and meeting chairs. But oh my God, you guys, I've had I've made so many people mad because I'm you know I'm I'm learning like I was telling the girls before we started. I'm learning what my skill set is, and my skill set is definitely not organization. And I knew that like on a personal level, mm-hmm. um, but I used to. So I thought I would be, you know, 
I thought I could handle certain things and, and keep things in check, but 16,000 is a lot to keep in check. Well, great job. Four, yeah, you're doing an amazing job. Those first four or five days, it was just you. And you were sharing how yeah. many meetings a day and trying to, to get speakers yeah. and do all this crazy stuff. And it was just yeah, but we've got some cool speakers and it's been really cool. We have, that was my, okay. So one, I had two missions in this once it started to like, I saw the progression of like how many alcoholics it could help. And my biggest thing is helping the new person because I don't know what the heck I would have done if I was getting sober and they shut down meetings because Mm -hmm. that would have, that was, is like a foreign, foreign land to me. So I wanted to help the newcomer because I know how scary it is getting sober. And, um, and so as it turns out, my goal is make sure we're taking care of the newcomer in the room. And that has been my message and and that will continue to be my message. And I think the good news about AA and the only reason that this works, um, is because we have those traditions in place. The only reason we can manage these meetings Mm -hmm. is because we already have this in place really, because otherwise it would be mass chaos. Mm -hmm. But um, because we all have opinions, hence our two hour business meeting yesterday, you know, I mean, it's, it's entertaining. (laughs) We're, we're, we are a fun bunch. Let me tell you. Yeah. So Brie, (laughs) what is your, what is your day-to-day life change to you're working from home, right? Yeah. It's actually been, it's been great to work from home because I feel like I do have a lot more connectedness with, um, like with my higher power, to be honest, like, I feel like I'm better able to practice like walking away from my computer and doing like a moment of like quiet time and like recentering and doing the serenity prayer. Um, in the morning when I'm getting ready, I mean, I still get ready for work, like to the best of my ability. I like, I try to put on makeup and I, you know, get dressed. And what I've been doing though, is I have been staying in yoga pants just because I've been working out in like, while I'm at work too, like at the end of a call, I'll do like jumping jacks or squats or something. So that's another thing I like. Um, but yeah, as far as like my, my routine for staying sober, I feel like it's actually helped that because I don't have to like rush out the door. I like reclaim 20 minutes of that time before work where I can literally sit down with my cup of coffee, have some silence, do a prayer, before I start my day. Um, and I think that's been helpful because I, I wasn't doing that regularly. Like I should be, um, Mm -hmm. working in the office and it's hard when you're in the office during the day, throughout the day to like, I guess I just don't practice like walking away. There's no quiet place. Like my office is, there's no quiet place. You'd actually have to like literally like leave the office and go into like a stairwell or go walk outside and it's been like cold and gross and stuff. So I don't always consciously think, and then I feel guilty for doing it, right? Like I feel guilty to walk away from my desk while I'm at work because then I feel like people are seeing that I'm not working or something like that. So it's actually, I've been, I don't like the quarantine because obviously I can't see you guys. We can't have meetings and stuff like that, but I feel like I have more serenity in general. That's awesome. I have more peace because there's not like 30 other people at my office to like get in my way. And you know what I found because I was so, as Vicki says, I had a very full life and I had, I felt like every minute um, I had an obligation or I had something scheduled. And the first week after we um, stopped going anywhere, except for me, I was going to work and coming home. Um, I kind of hibernated. I needed a serious reset and I needed to go into my, inside myself and 
Um, it really helped. And I did not participate in a lot of the online meetings because I really just needed my quiet time and my reset. And I read something the other day online about when we go back to our busy full lives, let's decide exactly what what is necessary and what's not. And I think that's the biggest lesson that I'm getting from all this. And I had been saying it, I need to reevaluate. I need to really prioritize, but I'm serious about looking at what all the things that I've committed to and what, what's really being beneficial and what was I doing just to stay busy. And I didn't want to admit that as Vicki always says, emotions can't hit a moving target. And I didn't want to admit that that's what I was doing, but it was part of it. It really was. So this has been really good for me to kind of hit that big reset button. Well, and somebody in the rooms has been saying that, you know, that she thinks it's God's reset button. And and I honestly think like we are all too busy. And I think it's the beauty of the technology has really sucked us into a direction of extremes. So like I remember when I was working for my old job, I was on the phone all the time. I had to be, I had to check my emails. I worked for 24 seven industry manufacturing. So if my client needed something, I had to get back to them and it's insane. It is not a proper way to live a life. You know, I mean, not proper, proper is not the right word, but it's not healthy for anybody. You know, it just is not healthy and we're all, so used to it just like quick 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 fast 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 immediate satisfaction that I think it's a great way to figure out like what what is important like you said what is important what is necessary like now we have to I always say I'm grateful I grew up poor because I know how to survive in these situations like I knew exactly what to get at the store I knew what kind of meals will go a long way I knew that like um, non-perishable foods are important in this kind of a scenario. I knew, you know, I, like I know what, what goes a long way. And, and luckily the, I mean, thank God to the grocery store workers and I hope they start getting paid more because yeah. I will tell you that's dangerous doing what they're doing. I don't know if I could do it. Um, scares me. Are they wearing masks, Lynn? Cause you do go food shopping. No, they just wear gloves. <laughs> Oh, that's they could probably yeah, wear masks sad. if they wanted to, but masks are like hard to come by. They're, right hard, to, they're hard to come by. Um, I did listen to this interview the other morning with one of the Amazon CEOs. Um, he was talking about, because they had one plant, it was actually in Kentucky, that shut down because they had several people tested positive. And then uh, they were asking what the difference was. There were other places, other plants that just shut down for a few hours. And, you know, there's a lot of parts, obviously, that goes into logistics. And it depended on what the people that tested positive were doing, what the plant does. I mean, that that machine is just mind-boggling in, in general. But one thing he did say that was really interesting is that, you know, they're providing life-saving services for a lot of people that can't get out or um, are not wanting to get out because of compromised immunities and whatnot. And he said, really think about what you're ordering. And if it's not a necessity, maybe, maybe take a break on those frivolous purchases. And for a CEO of a company like that to say, you know, think before you buy, cause you don't need to buy everything right now. And it, it, I was talking to my sister about it and she's like, well, I've been doing that. And I'm like, yeah, we don't think about it because that's just, that's what Amazon's for. You know, it's that, it's that virtual shopping cart that I'm always filling and emptying, but maybe think about those types of things because there are people, there are real people in those places fulfilling these orders for us. Yeah. It's so, there is so many lives being affected by this. I mean, it is, it is, uh, I heard um, this doctor, 
She's a psychologist who I follow, who I absolutely love. She wrote a book called Conscious Parenting. I know I'm going to butcher her name, but it's Dr. Shafield Tasberry or something. And she did this speech on YouTube or this, you know, her opinion. Um, and she was saying that this is the great equalizer. Yeah. This is the great equalizer. This doesn't, you know, if you're rich, you're not immune to it. If you're poor, you're not immune to it. If you're, you know, it doesn't matter where you live, where you are, how you live your life. Like we can all, mm-hmm. we're all being brought to our knees right now. Prince Charles, tested positive. Prime Minister of England, wow. tested positive. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's the great equalizer. And and hopefully we're we're being presented with this wonderful gift of, looking at our lives and, and prioritizing and, and really deciding what's important and what's frivolous. And hopefully we can take advantage of it and not squander this opportunity. Absolutely. Well, and a lot of my, my, my busyness and my schedule was program related. And I thought it was all very, very important. But what I'm discovering is that I was filling it because either I felt like I needed to, or if I didn't, what was I going to do? And, you know, I can take, I can take a step back from that and still pick really important and meaningful things to do that are program related and help me with my recovery and my sobriety, but it doesn't have to take up every free minute that I'm awake. Well, and that's, I want to do more (laughs) diving into myself, not in a selfish way, but I, being in this situation, I've actually, I know they say stay away from social media. Um, but I actually had a dream last night. And I think I told, talked to Vicki about this, not last night, sorry, the night before I had this dream about an old friend who was like my best friend growing up and we don't talk anymore. And it's really sad. And I don't think I've ever mourned that relationship. It just kind of like dropped off the face of the earth. And I don't really know why. And I could speculate a hundred reasons. And because I had that dream two nights ago, I did. I spent all day yesterday speculating, running through scenarios. Was it this? Was it this? Was it because I was like this? Was it, did she already see my addiction coming from a mile away and just wanted to distance herself? But it was, I was sad all day yesterday because of this, of this friendship. And like this loss of this friendship, I guess. And then I started to stalk like social media. And I was like, you know, I was looking at her like sister's page and trying to find her Instagram and then finding her husband's Facebook. And I mean, I got into a place where I was extremely depressed about it because I was comparing, I was feeling, I was dwelling in the past and mm-hmm. I was wallowing in that. And I was grumpy all day yesterday. I was grumpy all day yesterday. And I, somebody, um, our, our good friend, I don't know if I could say her name on here, but she, I texted and reached out to her and she wrote back, you know, you can always start your day over. And I was like, so I chose in that moment, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to be freaking happy. I'm going to be grateful for what I do have. And it kind of just brought me back to, you know, taking this time not to get sucked into social media. And I mean, we have to be very careful not to get like dragged into the past during this time because like you will go down a social media rabbit hole super quickly. Um, And I just want to take more time. Like I said, this is kind of teaching me. I want to do more diving into like myself and what my purpose here is on earth and what my passions are. And when I'm spending so much time trying to like meet up with friends and hang out with them and do this and do that. Like all these things that don't really truly like help me figure out who I am as a person. Like that's what this is to me. Like this is, I feel I'm, I'm happy with this quarantine going on right now. Like it's, I, I like you, Lynn, I needed it. I need- yeah. We're, we're being given a gift. Now, how are we going to use it? 
Well, I have, it's funny because I'm in the opposite scenario than you guys are. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing this for like a year and I've really been practicing like how to do it. And, and I would say in the last, like before this happened, I started to get into this place where I started to get busy in my business and I started to do less and less of the quiet time and less and less of the, um, the walks that I was doing on a schedule and less and less of um, like working out and just when I first started this, I, I did it and I was still successful. Um, and I felt a whole lot better. And then I went through this phase of like, Oh my God, my business isn't, it's almost a year and my business isn't grown enough. And I'm not, you know, I'm not here where I need to be and all this stuff. Right. So, and then I kind of took a step back and, you know, with the help of a sponsor and you guys, um, started to get a little bit back to it. But now this, when this thing blew up, holy cow. I mean, there is no balance. There is zero (laughs) balance in my life, you know, like I am, I'm showing up every day. And so, so I think of two things when I, when I like go talk about this with you right now. And one of them is I'm so grateful that I have had it because I would be in walking dead zone. Do you know what I mean? Like I would be in panic zone if I didn't have this to take my time, take my mind off of it. Right. So, and then the other part that I'm trying to look at on a, on a real positive level is that now I get to learn how to delegate. I get to learn how to know what I'm good at. I get to learn how to know what I'm not good at. I get to learn how to say no. I mean, I've been feeling codependent with 16,000 people, you know, and codependency is a big part of my story. And I've, I've, I've really built a lot of muscles around it, but 16,000 people. I'm like, Oh my God, they're going to be mad. And I don't want this person to be upset. And, you know, so I quickly have had to realize that, um, it's not my job to make them happy. All it's my job is to show up and allow this to happen because AA is way bigger than me. This is way bigger than me. And I'm just a channel. Like, you know how that one prayer is an instrument of your peace. And I'm just showing up to do that. And now with the help of my sponsor, with the help of you guys, and with using my voice and the, and the things that I've been learning in these last four years with codependency, um, I have the opportunity to practice and to use these muscles, you know, and, um, and it is a, every day is a learning experience. And, um, but I'm, I'm an honor to be a part of it. And the people I'm meeting from around the world, I mean, our name of our group is worldwide primary purpose group. And that's on purpose, you know, mm-hmm. like we, our primary purpose is to help the sick and suffering alcoholic, right? Like that is the main point of Alcoholics Anonymous. That's how we stay sober. That's how we help people get sober. We, I can never pay back what time and love and generosity has been given to me in Alcoholics Anonymous, not only when I first got sober, but this year when all this stuff happened and my life turned upside down, the generosity that I've been given, like, I feel like this is my way of giving back and um, I'm honored to do it, but I also have to like practice how to do it in a healthy way. Right. So it's like the opposite of what you're going through, Uh but it's the same, (laughs) you know, it's the same. So, you know, it's interesting how our higher power works. And, and I'm just amazed at the amount of like love that there is like, though there's lots of drama because you're going to get drama. There's like all this love, you know, and we all know each other. And I keep talking about, I keep bringing up your pirate comment, (laughs) because you know, we have pirates everywhere, you know, and, um, 
And it's, it's a, such a beautiful thing because we all know each other to the core. Mm-hmm. We might not know each other personally, but we know each other's struggle and, and what, what our desire is, is to live in this different world where pain isn't our, um, isn't our neutral, right. you know, pain used to be my neutral and now it's not. So, so I'm learning balance and it's hard and it's, but it's lovely and it's an honor and I do remember the second thing that I wanted to do, my mission was to get speakers, to get speakers for this. Because I remember when I first got sober, speaker meetings is where I figured out the similarities. Mm-hmm. It wasn't at the tables. It was at those speaker meetings when I heard someone tell their story and I heard someone tell how they got through it. And I got to hear it like on a, like a broader view. Cause when you're in a meeting, you just share for a few minutes mm-hmm. and you hear some tidbits, but that, that broad view. So it's actually been working. We've had a speaker every night. It's been amazing. So yeah, those are my two goals and I've gotten them. And you know, it's funny, my daughter's like, can't you just give it to somebody else and then leave and not be a part of it? And, and I don't want to do that, you know, but I also um, know that I need to figure out this balance. balance. Uh, Vicki, when you were talking earlier about um, how we all do have a primary purpose, the thing that um, is always magical to me is that we all do speak the same language. We could come from any kind of socioeconomic, cultural place in the world because it is worldwide. It doesn't matter because we all do have this same language of hurt and pain and hope and renewal. And that's, that's the beauty that um, makes this work and makes us keep coming back is because we do have hope and faith and, you know, there's renewal and it's, it's a beautiful thing. And to be a part of it, to watch something like that and to be a part of it in any way, um, makes all this for me anyway worth it all well this all the growing pains yeah yeah it's it's inspiring and and you know if you have like if you're out there and you have questions like mm, am i am i could i be an alcoholic or i'm not sure this is like the perfect time mm-hmm. this is the perfect time to check it out you know check out a zoom meeting they're everywhere there's so many zoom meetings and the only requirement for membership is a desire to stop. Yeah. That is the only requirement for membership. And you don't have to become a member. You can just come in and check it out and listen and see if it's something that you maybe would like to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's not just Alcoholics Anonymous. It's any kind of 12-step recovery program um, you can you can find. And for me, especially if you're feeling unsure or self-conscious, this is like the easiest way to get that exposure where you, it's, it's a video, you know, it's, it's no harm, no foul. You just show up and you don't have to say a word. You can just listen. Um, it's, it's pretty mm-hmm. cool. You, the thing I like about the groups too, is obviously like, there's a lot of people who are telling on themselves right now. Like when you go to the page, there's a lot of people who have relapsed. There's a lot of people who are scared they're going to relapse. There's a lot of people who are isolating and they're, or they're really uncomfortable being in the group and they're writing this. I'm, I'm new to this and it's uncomfortable and I'm just not sure it's for me. Like people are telling on themselves hardcore and it's mm-hmm. cool. And yeah. it's super cool. Yeah. It's super cool. And it's like super brave. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. You they're know? not, they're already doing themselves a favor by not living in the fear, you know? Um, 
And it's hard to try new stuff. Like you were saying with the old timers hopping on these video calls and like we were kind of joking about it a little bit earlier. Like, you know, when they hop on the video and it's like a nostril shot or whatever, (laughs) Randy's nostril shot. So didn't realize that like Jimmy's got his football on in the background and like all you can hear is the dogs barking. I mean, it's funny, um, but it's also not in, in the regard that, man, they are stepping out of their comfort zone for their recovery and like plugging into it the best that they can. Like that is also amazing. And I just think, yeah, there's fear on a global level because we're all kind of trying to stay in today and not be so wrapped up in, am I going to get sick? Is my family going to get sick? I can't go anywhere. Like there's that fear, but then there's the fear of like just staying sober and like, am I going to be able to get through this without my meetings, my in-person meetings and stuff. And people are this is like a lifeline that's been put out there and people are like grabbing onto it and mm-hmm. doing the best they can. And that's you, Vic. Like that's well, people like you. Cause it started out just being one meeting, I think too. Like you're like, okay, I'm going to have like a whatever o'clock meeting. And then other people were like, well, that doesn't really work for me. And I'm in this time zone. And da, da, da. so Vicky was like, okay, I'll just add like seven more meetings to the schedule. <laughs> and before uh, you know it, you're doing the, 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 what is it? The, the Greenwich mean time, but Europe's like, what does that mean here? <laughs> so funny. But yeah, like I just, you know, I just wanted to kind of comment on that. Like if you are afraid, you don't have to be like, like whichever level you're afraid on, you're afraid of the pandemic or you're afraid of not staying sober, like, like grab onto some sort of lifeline, like reach out for help, you know, connection. It's it's all about connection and human connection. And, and there's lots of opportunities for it. There's Facebook groups. If you're not in a 12 step program, there's this, there's, um, if you are, and what's so cool is these boomers are going to be the most tech savvy of everybody. Like in AA, we're going to have some, like, because of they are, they're gonna, you should see some of these My people. mom's not going to be more tech savvy than me ever. <laughs> no, they're not going to be more. No, they're not going to be more tax savvy than us, but they're going to be more tax savvy than the their their oh, okay. peers. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to figure this out because they've had to, they're right? Well, and, and willing to go to any lengths, and that's what like those those are the people you see that are living in their recovery. You know, they're living in their recovery. And I heard a woman talk about like um, how she didn't want to, and now she is like. She's like, yay, she loves it. It's it makes her day and she's just so cute. And it's just meeting so many neat, huge, amazing love, love. It's just love and it's beautiful and and it's um and 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 we should be scared a little bit, guys. Like, let's face it, this is really scary. This is taking lives, you know, this is very contagious. People are healing from it, but people are also dying dying from it. So we have to feel our feelings with others. You know what I mean? Like, because it would be really easy to isolate. And like I said, like what I would be doing, if I didn't have this responsibility, I know what I would be doing. I would be in my bed with the covers over my head and scared. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it is scary. Feel your feelings. Don't judge your feelings. It's okay. This is the first time we've been through anything like this, you know, and that's why like getting grounded and figuring out how to be grateful for what we have and what's important. I think that's why those kinds of activities are so important. Absolutely. Totally. 
Yeah. And, and there is no roadmap for this. We are mm-hmm. just figuring it out. And Vicki, you said this at the very beginning, and this is really resonating with me today. We are lucky because we already learned the lesson of one day at a time. And, and none of us know how this is going to play out. It's, it's, it's terrifying if you even try to imagine, but we don't have to because we know all we have is right now and that we have one day at a time. Eckhart Tolle. <laughs> the power of now. Yep. Be in the now. And then Miss Shapiro, what we practice grows stronger. I, that is my mantra every single day now, Vicky. What we practice Isn't grows she stronger. beautiful? Yes. Yes. I love her. I'm going to reach out to her. I want her to be on our show so bad. Yes. So that's my, I have two goals. I have her to be on, like for us to interview her and maybe Laura, yes. the good old Laura, since we can't go see her in Nashville right now. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm honored and touched to be a part of the human race Mm -hmm. and most importantly, part of the the community that we live in, because I was taught how to do these things and, and, and put myself out there, even though I don't know what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and we're learning as we go, like we get to do this together. This is not, this is okay. So, you know, me, it went from a me to a we, right? Yep. Like 6,000 we's, 16,000 we's. <laughs> yeah. 16,000 we. We, 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 all we, insane. But, you know, if you're getting sober, trying to get sober, you're sober right now, like, don't, don't do it alone. Don't do it alone. Yeah, send us an email and we can invite you because it is, it, it's turned into invite only, the group um, on the web for the, um, for the zoom meetings that we're holding there's, if you go to inner group, we'll put the link on for inner group too. Um, but yeah, you can, you can send us an um, email or Instagram or Facebook, send a message to any of those and we can, and put the we'll invite you to the group and you could see the, you could, you could join in on the 16,000 strong, you know, willing to go to any lengths to, to, to recover and stay, stay in recovery and, and grow as, um, grow as we've been taught to and and let these old timers that are just figuring it out, teach us something, right? It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing watching Randy's nostril shots on the screen. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, and it's not really I had to Randy. say the funny no. thing. I just, you, you set me up for it. <laughs> Boom, chick. <laughs> just kidding. The funniest one is when there's just people talking in the background too, and they have no idea. It's like, yeah, your microphone picks oh, yeah. that up too. <laughs> the meatloaf, ma, the meatloaf. Well, okay, so I'll end with this. Yes. I'll, I'll stop talking about it after this, but we had a um, open meditation meeting and um, someone hopped on. And, and they, they must have been watching some like gangster show because it was like, I will fucking do fucking, you know, it was like Goodfellas line. And it was in the middle of meditation. I was just dying laughing. I just like got up from my meditation and I'm like, mute, 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 mute. Abort mission, abort mission. That's hilarious. I was in a meditation once where that was happening. And then the, um, the guided meditation for the facilitator of the meditation picks up that this is happening and goes, and if you have a thought or something is disturbing you, just label it. I am thinking. And you're like, okay, I'm trying. I'm trying. But you know, they are, they're very aware of it. They try to like guide you back from it. Like, yeah. Great exercises and not letting the outside distract you. It, literally, that's what meditation is. So, I mean. Yeah. It's not perfect. It's not. 
So, well, anyways, and we're not. Well, I love you. I love you, girls, so much. I know, and and we love all you guys. Um, and we miss you, and we um, hope that you know you're trudging the road to happy destiny like we are. And um, reach out, let us know how you're doing. We'd love to hear your stories, um, how you're dealing with this new, our new normal right now. Reach out to us, but also like embrace the time you have to like dive into yourself too. Like not in an isolation way, but in a like back to basics journaling, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, it's a good, good reset. Terrible, terrible situation. Yeah, it is. Terrible. Good reset. All right, ladies. I love you. Love everybody. Love you more. Tribe out. Be well, everybody. Tribe out. Thanks for listening. We're so excited you're here. Please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts. We're also on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and Podbean. You can find us and join our tribe at Telling On Ourselves on Instagram and Facebook. Tribe out.